Welcome to New City Sermon Podcast. Join us as we open God's Word to be empowered and challenged today. We have a special guest speaker who I want to take a moment just to introduce to you. Uh, pastor Macklin Vasse is a pastor, a church planner, a trainer of missionaries in Togo, West Africa. Togo, as you will hear him say, Togo is the place to go. It is a tiny country uh, next to Benin and Ghana in West Africa. And Macklin came to the United States roughly 15 years ago um, to receive training and to live here for about 10 years. And during that time, he was my pastor for a while and my mentor, and he decided to move back to Togo, West Africa, to start a church planting network and a church in the capital city of Lome, and offer missionary training to those around the country, and basically take the training that he had learned in the United States and spread it out to uh, hundreds of people across the continent. They've been back now almost 10 years, and I've been several times to go visit him, uh, he's, in t- he's in the country for about a month, and our church in the last six months has just started supporting him financially, which is exciting for us that we've reached that place where we can start uh, supporting God's gospel work around the world. He's here this morning to finish off our series on King Jesus above all. He's going to be talking about being a united people, and I'm going to ask him to come forward, and let's welcome him as he does. And I want to spend a minute just praying for him, and then we'll, we'll hear from him from God's word. Lord Jesus, I thank you for this dear brother uh, who loves you and is loved by you. I pray that as he speaks this morning, the power of the Spirit would be evident, the, the word would convict and comfort and encourage and draw us into the deeper life of the kingdom. I pray that you would bless this brother and keep him and make your face shine on him and give him peace. And all God's people said... Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Good morning, church. Thank you so much for having me. I'm blessed to be back here, and uh, it's my pleasure to share the word of God. Let us take our Bibles and uh, read from John chapter 17, verse 9 to 22. John chapter 17, verse 9 to 22. Read with me. I pray for them. I'm not praying for the world, but for those you have given me, because they are yours. Everything I have is yours, and everything you have is mine, and I am glorified in them. I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them by your name that you have given me, so that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them, I was protecting them by your name that you have given me. I guarded them, 
and not one of them is lost, except the son of destruction, so that the scriptures may be fulfilled. Now I'm coming to you, and I speak these things in the word, so that they may have my joy completed in them. I have given them your word. The world hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I'm not praying that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one, that they are not of the world, just as are not of the world. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me in the world, I also have sent them into the world. I sanctify myself for them, so that they also may be sanctified by truth. I pray not only for these, but also for those who believe in me through the word. May they all be one, as you, Father, are in me, and I am in you. May they also be in us, so that the world may believe sent me. I have given them the glory you have given me, so that they may be one, as we are one. Amen. Again, I'm thankful to be here with you and worship God with you. To see and witness God's faithfulness here at New City Fellowship. I bring you the warm greetings from my wife Rose, my girls Benita and Lily, and our five adopted kids. Afi, Claude, Grace, Israel, and Favor. Greetings also from the body of Christ in Togo, in general, but also from all our staff people at our church plant, Amana Presbyterian Church in Lome. Maybe one short word about the church in Lome. We have just received 60 adult members, uh, before Christmas, and every Sunday on a regular basis, we have almost 100 plus kids who worship in our house. I want to maybe say a few words about a little girl that touched my heart a few weeks ago. Her name is Etonam Amediku. She's 12 years old. She came at the Eve service. She's a regular attendee. And during our Eve service, she received a gift to go back home with it. We did it for all the kids. And when she went home, she sold the gift to her mom. She lived with her mom. She's, uh, her father is not there. We don't know what he's eating. And uh, when her mom saw the gift, she said, go and show it to your grandfather. And the grandfather is uh, a voodoo priest. I know him because we live in the same area. And when she sold the gift to this man, he said, who gave it to you? She said, this is Amana Church. They were all happy. And uh, that voodoo priest, I always tease him and say, hey, you know, you got to leave your voodoo and come and worship with us. He will always say, no, I, I am with voodoo, and I don't believe in your Jesus. That night, Around 2 a.m., 
the little girl mom died. That was Christmas Day. Very difficult day. Very difficult. To make the story short, I sent the deacons and the elders to visit her. And uh, we went there with the gift. We said we will give if a member uh, has a problem like this. It was a gift of 60 US dollars, which is 30,000 of our money. And the voodoo priest was really moved. And he said, who, who did it? This is the church. I'm on a church. Your friend uh, passed the church. The next Sunday, this voodoo priest and his clan came to our house, right before the end of the service. And he said, I don't know what to tell you, but uh, we are here to express our gratitude. I turned and told him, you know, we are here to preach the gospel. And for Etonam, now she's an orphan. We are going to make sure that she got her daily bread. And we'll make sure that she goes to school. And you as a grandfather, uh, you have a huge responsibility to help her grow in her life. That simple testimony was so powerful in our area, and everybody started talking about, about it. We live in a land called Voodoo Land. So you can imagine the challenge we face every single day to pray the gospel to these people, but also the rise of Islam. If you are not aware, Islam is rising so fast. This is unbelievable. Uh, West Africa has become the safe heaven of Islam and Boko Haram. I'll be glad to talk with you at the end of the service if you want to know more about it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, church, for your support, prayers, and sending Pastor John in the past to attend Amana conferences. He came there, I think, five times already. Uh, we are expecting him to come back again, this time maybe with a small team. Uh, please know this. He said it. Togo is the place to go. Now, Pastor John asked me something very difficult to do. To bring a conclusion to the preaching series called King Jesus Above All, a series about our politics, our citizenship, and our allegiances. I'm not sure if I can bring an ending word about politics in the United States of America, or even if I am the right preacher to do so, coming from a place where democracy is an illusion. John, this is a difficult task you're asking me to do. Well, I am in the game. <laughs> Hear this, no skin in the game. No dog in the fight. 
We live in a divided world. We are so divided. This is a world of phenomena, and it is everywhere. Here in America, in Europe, just go to the news. France news with yellow vest movement, fighting every day. This is almost more than a year in France. In Africa, you can't even number it. We are divided. As soon as you start talking about some issues right now, you can easily offend somebody. People are even becoming hypersensitive on issues like politics, abortion, LGB, immigration, guns, so on. We are so sensitive. You know, I'm tired <laughs> of this ugly debate. Maybe you are too. And most of the time, the debate is unfruitful. How did we get to this point? Why is that we become more consumed and tired on issues that are hurting our feelings? and well-being. How did we get there? Well, for us today, I am suggesting an approach that can help us in our journey with God on this earth and with one another. Today's text is one of the last words of Jesus talking about some important fundamental Truth, biblical truth. I pray for them. Jesus is praying for his disciples. And he's praying for the church, meaning you and me. Jesus is praying. God, talking to God about the disciples and about the church. And few words from the text say, we are in this world, but we are not from this world. This is not home, brother. This is not home, sister. And he says somewhere, they will be sanctified. They will be sanctified. Get it in your mind. Sanctification in all the areas of our life. Jesus prayed about it. That we may be one as Son, as the Son and the Father are one. United States of America is the most powerful nation in this world. Maybe you don't know. It is because 50, 50 states agreed to stand like one nation undivided. 
This is the powerful nation on earth. And one of the reasons is because 50 nations agreed to stay like one nation. Africa has 54 countries. I will say 54 states. Because some states have the, uh, the size of my country. 54 states. And one of our problems is the divisions. One of our problems is the, the day all the 54 states or countries will come together, Africa is going to rise. From one country to another country, from where I come from, is a headache. To move from Togo to Benin or Ghana, sometimes same tribe, same language, is difficult. Why? Because we are divided. And some other people are helping us to be divided. Don't be distracted. Distracted about your politics view. Positions, Democrat versus Republicans. Listen, you have a bigger call. This is too small. You have a bigger call. God's kingdom. To love God and to love your neighbor, period. You got a bigger call. As a reminder, Jesus wasn't distracted by Romans' politics. Sometimes he challenged the system, but he was more concerned about his father's will, the cross. He came for that. He wasn't distracted. He was living in a political, strange dynamics. He wasn't trapped into that. We hope you're inspired by God's word. What have you learned so far? As you listen, pray about applying it to your life. Let's continue in God's word. Politicians know how to play games with we, the people. They know how to do that. All politicians, they know how to do that. Playing with words that sometimes they know will like or believe. They will play with words. They want our vote. That's the agenda most of the time. It's the agenda sometimes. They want you to vote. Last year, in one village in West Africa, a House of Representative man went back to his village to ask people to vote for him again. People from the village came out and chased him out from the village 
because all his campaign promises were not fulfilled. I don't care where you stand. Look at them. I'm not saying to be in politics is evil. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm not saying that. But most of the time, they know how to play games with you. We have a bigger call to love God and love our neighbor. It doesn't matter your neighbor views on politics. The way God leads you to believe in some political views, if you say so, trust God to do the same in your neighbor's life. Trust God. Don't hate him because he thinks differently than you. And the church has been trapped in this. Same church, same worship, but people hate each other because of politics. What is this? One important thing about our president, <laughs> I mean, I'm a U.S. citizen. Trump is my president. You like him or not, you agree with him or not, you want him out of office or not, listen, pray for him. Period. Pray for him. First Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 to 4. I urge then, first of all, before anything, before your position, before what you believe, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings, and all those in authority. It doesn't say the king you like. For all kings, that we may live peaceful and quiet life in all boldness and holiness. This is good and pleases God, our Savior, who wants all people to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. You know, brothers, we, the church got to repent. You got to repent. Jesus prayed for something bigger. That we may be one. How to get there? The oneness of the church. How to get there? He prayed that we may be one. In doing what? To love him and to love our neighbor. In doing what? To care for the poor. To care for the orphans. To care for the widow. To care about the advancement of the kingdom here in Hollywood, in Florida, 
in America to the end of the world. This is big. This is a big vision to move on. But the starting point is in your heart. It's in your heart. Jesus prayed and still praying for you. He's still praying for us. Are you going to humble your heart before God or do you want to be on your way and doing things according to your own ideas alone? Or are you going to trust God in his wisdom and power and glory? Are you going to trust God? He reigns. He sees everything. He understands everything. He knows those who stand for abortion. He knows it. Love your neighbor. When you spend your time more on wanting to win an argument on politics, rather than loving people as they are, I think something is not right with you. When you spend more time arguing, something is not right with you. Let the love of God move you to care for people. They can be wrong. But your call is to love them. As maybe you two are wrong in some point. They will be wrong. Your mission is to love them. When we talk more than we pray about issues, when we talk more about our president, rather than praying for him, there is something wrong. Something is wrong with us. When we argue for the sake of arguing, something is wrong with us. When we hate people because of their political views, something must be wrong with us. And the church swims in that. We hate each other because of our political position. Something is wrong with you. Eh? How in the world can we obey God's word? How can we do this? God, how can we live up your kingdom and to be sanctified? How can we do it? We are sanctified according to the scriptures. Thinking, talking, behaving, all of it got to be sanctified. If you don't spend time with God himself, if the Holy Spirit is not at work in your life, it is impossible mission. It's impossible to live out the kingdom values, and to love even your enemy. Listen, you are Democrat, I'm Republican. We are not enemies. And the Bible says, love your enemy. Love your enemy. 
church, let us be busy about the kingdom of God. Let us be busy seeking love, loving one another, doing good to your neighbor. Let us focus with love and care. If we fail to do it like I can see it in my context, Islam is going to rise. Islam is rising because the church has failed to show unity, to be one. Voodoo spirit is going to lead people in bondage if we show this hatred to one another. We need to focus. We need to focus to love God and to love our neighbor. You know, the word said Jesus prayed. And this morning, I want to cry out, Jesus, I need your prayer again. We need you in our daily life because from the heart, the heart issue is complex. You need him. I need the spirit of God. Lord Jesus, please, we need your prayers today more than ever. Holy Spirit, lead us. And the text said, I think in verse 20, may they also be one so that the world may believe you sent me. You know why people are not believing in the world? Do you know why people are not coming to churches sometimes? You know why the church numbers, the, the, the growth is plateau. It's not going up. You know why? We are so divided. We are so divided. So that the world may believe that you sent me. This is the secret for evangelism, for missions, to reach out. Not about politics. Though we live in politics world, we don't need to focus on it. Let us focus in loving one another despite our differences. Jesus, I need your prayer today. Amen.